You're listening to the Dibbly Dobbly Podcast. Remember to like, share, comment, subscribe, and click the bell to make sure you get the latest episodes of the podcast. Be sure to like and share our Facebook page and follow us on Twitter and on Instagram. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Dibbly Dobbly Podcast. On today's episode of the podcast, we summarise day three of the fourth Ashes Test between Australia and England from the SCG. It's the Dibbly Dobbly Podcast, and let's get started. Let's have a look at the session-by-session breakdown of day three of the fourth Ashes Test from the SCG. In the first session of play, saw rain delay the start of play, but once we got going, Hamid was the first wicket to fall for England. He was going for six, bowled Stark, then Crawley went for 18, bowled by Bolan, and then Root for a duck, caught Smith, bowled Bolan, and Milan was the last wicket to fall before lunch. He was going for three, caught Kawaja, bowled Green. England at lunch were four for 36. In the second session of play, saw Stokes and Bairstra bring up the 50 partnership for the fifth wicket, and Ben Stokes brought up his half century, as England did not lose a single wicket in that second session of play. England at T were 4 for 135. In the final session of the day's play, saw Johnny Bairstra bring up his half century. Soon after that, Ben Stokes went for 66, LBW to Lyon, and Stokes and Bairstra added 128 runs for the fifth wicket partnership. Butler soon went for a duck, caught Kawaja bowled Cummins, and Mark Wood was the last England batsman to be dismissed on day three for 39. Court Lyon bowled Cummins. He and Bairstro added 72 runs for the seventh wicket partnership. And just before the end of play on day three, Johnny Bairstro brought up his century. England at stumps are seven for 258. They trail by 158 runs. Bairstro 103 not out and Leach four not out. What are my thoughts on the day? I thought it was a great day of cricket. It was an interesting day of cricket. A lot of things happened during day three of this fourth Ashes test from the SCG, but it was an interesting day's cricket. Let's talk about how it unfolded in a brief summary of the day's play. Let's start with Australia and how they went about things today. I think Australia would be very happy with their performance today on day three. They were able to get England seven down for 258. Still trading by 158 runs. I thought Australia's bowling in the first session was outstanding. Uh, to create pressure on England, they were able to back it up uh, with maidens, bowling back-to-back maidens. They bowled around about eight or nine maidens in a row, and they were able to take wickets from that because the scoring rate was being slowed. Uh, the pitch was very difficult to score runs on because it was an up-and-down pitch Um Obviously, some balls were hitting batsmen on the gloves. Some were shooting low. So very difficult for the England batsmen. And they were able to take four wickets in that first session and have England four down for 36 and on the back foot once again in this series. Um, I thought they bowled well uh, to create that pressure, Australia. Um, so their bowling today, Australia, was pretty good. Um, obviously, the partnership between Stokes and Bairstro frustrated them. Obviously, they offered a bit of resistance and they were able to rebuild the England innings after they were four down for 36. And Australia got a bit frustrated. Obviously, the ball got a bit uh, flatter and softer. Obviously, not as uh, pungent as it was with the new ball in the first session. The ball wasn't really shooting up or shooting low with the inconsistent bounce at the SCG on this wicket. The ball got a bit softer and batting become uh, a bit easier for Bairstro and Stokes in that partnership. So Australia were a bit frustrated there, but they were able to break that partnership. 
and also the partnership that Bearstraw had with Wood, that also frustrated Australia as well. That partnership added 72 runs for the seventh wicket. And obviously Australia, if there's run one criticism about their bowling today, is that they didn't quite get their lines and lengths right to Mark Wood. They weren't able to build pressure on the tail ender, and they were able uh, to leak runs because of that. They weren't really uh, relentless in their lines and lengths as they were in the first session um, at the start of the day's play. So they got it wrong to Mark Wood and the tactics as well, and they lost the plot there a little bit. So that's the one criticism that I have about Australia's bowling today is that partnership between Bearstrew and, and Wood that went for 72 runs for the seventh wicket. That could have been a lot less if they got the lines and lengths right to Mark Wood early. He made 39 off 41 balls, but you should have got him out for a lot less than 39. So that's the one criticism that I have on Australia's uh, bowling today. But besides from that, and besides the partnership between Bearstrow and Stokes of 128 for the fifth wicket, obviously England showing a bit of fight and resistance with the bat for once in this Ashes series, and Australia being put under pressure because of that. I thought Australia did well to take seven wickets and have England... 7 down for 258, which has put Australia in a good position. They're still in a good position in this match. Uh, they have England 7 down for 258. They lead by 158 runs at the moment, Australia. So if they can take the, the last three wickets quickly tomorrow on day four, get out there, build a lead, um, any lead over 250 runs up towards 300 would be very difficult to chase on this wicket here at the SCG, given the uneven bounce of this surface. So for Australia, they'll be very happy with their work today. A bit disappointed towards the end of the day, especially that partnership between Bearstrew and Wood. They sort of lost the plot there. But everything else, the first session of the day's play was pretty good. So Australia will be very happy with their work today. For England, they'll be very happy about just showing some fight and resilience for once with the bat. I thought Bearstrow and Stokes batted very well. Um, both of them suffering injuries, obviously, Ben Stokes had injured side. Obviously, you could see every time that Ben Stokes played a shot, he was grabbing his side, he was in pain, he was grimacing. Uh, Bearstrow had that knock on the thumb uh, from Cummins um, on a delivery that just shoot up and hit his thumb. Um, he he batted through the pain and he scored a magnificent century, 103 he made. Um, he's still out there at the moment uh, for England, obviously, overnight. Uh, but he batted well for his century. I thought he... He was uh, aggressive. He was being aggressive. He was playing his shots, especially attacking the Australian bowlers, especially Nathan Lyon. He was hitting him for runs. Um, and also Ben Stokes was playing with that aggressive mindset and a, a positive intent that we know with Ben Stokes. Obviously, it took a little bit for Ben Stokes to get into this Ashes series, but today we saw Ben Stokes um, at his best, and that's what he can do. Unfortunately for England, they couldn't do it earlier in the series. Better late than never, you have to say, with the bat. Also, Mark Wood showed a bit of fight with the bat as well for, for his 39. But Australia got it wrong to him with the tactics there. Didn't quite bowl good lines and lengths to him, and he was able to get 39 runs. But uh, Johnny Bairstrow, it was his day today. Uh, the first century for England on this tour gave something to smile about for England. Um, and Joe Root said, we need to take something out of this Ashes series. And they certainly took something out of... Um, day three today and that's Bearstrow and Stokes uh, batting performance and just showing that uh, to the other England batsmen in particular that if you show a bit of application bit of fight you can get through the tough periods and score runs unfortunately for England they haven't been able to do that throughout this whole Ashes series but um, I thought they batted well today they showed a lot of fight determination and grit with the bat 
Unfortunately for England, it's come a bit too late when the series is gone. Better late than never, I suppose, and this will put them in good stead for the future, I suppose. But overall, I thought their, their batting was poor today, the top order failing once again. But I thought Stokes and Bairstrow shone through, and especially Bairstrow, with a magnificent century. What can we expect from both teams heading into day four? Well, first of all, let's hope the rain stays away. Uh, first of all, that's what we can expect from day four, is that the rain stays away. Uh, rain's been forecast for the next two days, day four and five of this test match. We don't want the rain to spoil uh, what is shaping up to be a very good test match. Um, so hopefully the rain stays away, and hopefully the, the weather plays ball. The last couple of days, we've had a few rain delays, but the rain has disappeared for the whole day, and we were able to get a full day's play in. So let's hope we get a full day's play in um, on day four. Uh, for Australia, what can we expect from them heading into day four? Pretty much to get the last three wickets quickly and start batting to extend their lead in this test match and set a target for England to chase down in the second innings. That's pretty much Australia's plan. Wrap up the England innings quickly as possible, get the last three wickets quickly, and look to bat um, and set a, um, a difficult target for England in the second innings of this test match. For England, realistically, they can't really win this match. They're far behind in the game. Uh, but for England, it's just about trying to keep on fighting, show a bit of resilience and mental toughness with the bat, as they've done on day three. Uh, make it difficult for Australia to pick up the last three wickets. So that's the realistic um, thing for England in this match is to keep fighting and show that fight and resilience because their odds of, of winning the game are slim. Um, they can certainly push for a draw, but uh, it's going to be very hard work for them to do that as well. But uh, they need the weather to help them as well. But for England, realistically on day four, they just need to keep fighting and show that fight and resilience. Well, that's all the time we have for this episode. Be sure to subscribe and click the bell to get the latest episodes of the podcast and like and share our Facebook page and follow us on Twitter and on Instagram. Until next time, keep safe and bye for now.